800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. U.S. Senator Dan Sullivan on Friday announced a new determination by the U.S. Treasury Department that prohibits Russian seafood imports to the U.S. An accident occurred at the Fred Meyer intersection on Saturday afternoon, and a Juno man was arrested Thursday following a three-hour standoff downtown. But first, Russia has been importing seafood into the U.S. by having it reprocessed in China, despite there being a prohibition in place since 2022. An executive order announced Friday changed that. U.S. Senator Dan Sullivan says a new determination by the U.S. Treasury Department prohibits Russian seafood imports to the U.S., including salmon, pollock, cod and crab products harvested in waters under the jurisdiction of the Russian Federation or by Russian flagged vessels, even if they've been reprocessed and substantially transformed in another country. The decision follows Sullivan's two-year campaign advocating for the Treasury Department to expand the current prohibition. Sullivan says this has been the most challenging time for Alaskan fishermen in decades, and he believes the ban will be a step towards firming up prices. It just makes it harder to compete. And let me just give you one statistic. As of last year, the value of Russian seafood imports in the United States has grown 173% since their embargo was in place since 2013. And we couldn't increase our export at all. Sullivan also cited abusive and environmentally harmful practices he says are common in the seafood industry in Russia and China. He also added that the money made partially went to support Russia's war against Ukraine. He said while it won't be easy for Customs and Border Patrol to track products, it can be done through industry outreach and looking at other examples of traced supply chains. What the EO says right now is that Homeland Security, which is where Customs and Border Patrol, working with the Secretary of the Treasury is going to prescribe the rules and regulations to collect, including through authorized electronic data system, any documentation or information as may be necessary to enforce this as expeditiously as possible. So BBP is going to develop this. We have worked with them on the specifics of how you would do this. And again, this is one of my many, many phone calls pressing this issue with the CBP commissioner. I said, look, you guys do this, right? You do it in other areas. He told me, Senator, it can be done. The Biden administration's executive order is also supported by U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski, U.S. Representative Mary Poltola, and industrial leaders in Alaska. Starting Friday, a 60-day time frame was given for current fishing contracts. The order will take effect on February 21st, according to Sullivan. A two-vehicle accident occurred at the Fred Meyer intersection on Saturday afternoon. A 43-year-old man in a silver Ford struck a 61-year-old woman in a black Toyota, according to the Juneau Police Department's Daily Activity Bulletin. No alcohol was involved. Capital City Fire Rescue transported one patient with a minor injury to Bartlett Regional Hospital. On Thursday, a search warrant was served at about 10.17 a.m. by Juneau Police Department officers as part of a Southeast Alaska Cities Against Drugs Task Force investigation at a residence located in the 500 block of North Franklin Street. The search warrant was related to an ongoing year-long investigation involving the distribution of controlled substances in Juneau. 
JPD's public safety manager, Aaron Coera, gave details on the incident. The search warrant service lasted almost three hours and utilized the PA system from the Bearcat deployment of a distraction device and chemical munitions. 65-year-old Juno resident Kenneth Kitka was arrested on 11 criminal charges, heroin, meth, cocaine, and fentanyl with an estimated street value of $170,000, along with guns and a large sum of cash, were seized by the task force. JPD Lieutenant Craig Campbell and soon-to-be Deputy Chief come January 1st said fentanyl is a huge concern in Juneau. Uh, so part of this investigation is because we we believe, and this, this person who's the subject of the, the residence is associated with some of those actions, and that's why we believe it's such an important thing to get people there to try to disrupt some of that flow of drugs into the community. Coming up, a landslide occurred in Haines over the holiday weekend with no injuries reported. That story next when News of the North continues. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. Haynes Highway and the Klondike Highway both experienced heavy snow this holiday weekend into this morning. On Christmas Eve, the Alaska Department of Transportation and Public Facilities responded to a Haynes Highway landslide at about mile 15. The landslide did damage a vehicle, but no injuries were reported. The winter storm warning expired at 9 a.m. today for the Haynes Highway and the White Pass. The Klondike Highway experienced a 24-inch snow total over the last 24 hours, and for Haynes Highway, they experienced 6 to 12 inches. Most of the snow was found at the border and decreased closer to town. Showers are expected to continue through today with a short break before more rain moves in Wednesday morning or afternoon depending on what area you're in, says meteorologist with National Weather Service Juno, Andrew Park. Enjoy the weather, you know, late this afternoon. Like there'll still be still be some showers out and about, but overall, this is going to be a quieter period. Um, moving through the rest of the week, we've got widespread rain returning, and I'm going to say the big story is going to be the warm up in temperatures by the end of the week, where we could have snow levels um, reach five to six thousand feet in the southern Panhandle, and then in the north, we could have snow levels go above. Eagle Crest, so 2,000, 3,000 foot snow levels, with still pretty heavy rain coming in us uh, Friday and Saturday. He adds that the southern panhandle could see temperatures reach the 50s, and for most of the panhandle, maximum temperatures could be 10 to 15 degrees above their seasonal normal. Juno's seasonal normal is 25 degrees in the morning and 32 degrees in the afternoon. Ketchikan is expected to reach about 42 degrees, and Juno could reach the mid-40s by Friday. Park says that can be tied to it being an El Nino winter. We were talking about El Nino at the beginning of the year. We were expecting a more active winter. We were expecting to be warmer. We were expecting more rain, and, and so far it's holding true. Now, that does not mean that we're going to be seeing rain for this winter. Like One of our biggest snow years was an El Nino year for Juno, so we know there's still time. But for right now, it's been warmer and wetter, so, and a really active pattern. The city and borough of Juneau announced Friday that the CPJ Municipal Clerk Beth McEwen is the Alaska Association of Municipal Clerks 2023 Clerk of the Year. The award was announced at the annual AAMC banquet on December 5th. City Manager Katie Kester said the assembly couldn't be more proud. 
there's a saying that nothing works without the clerks, and it couldn't be more true for Beth McEwen. She really is not only the anchor of the assembly that keeps everything organized and keeps uh, the body moving, but she's also a defender of democracy and public process. So she makes sure that the the public uh, has everything that it needs to be informed and um like I said, we're just really proud of her and believe uh, there couldn't, couldn't be a more deserving award for our uh, outstanding clerk. Authorities say a man suspected of trying to steal items from a garage in South Central Alaska was shot after being confronted by a resident, the second such case in the region in recent days. The Alaska State Troopers say a 30-year-old man was shot Wednesday night in Houston, which is about 57 miles north of Anchorage. A trooper spokesperson says the man had entered a garage and was going through items when residents saw tracks leading to the building and confronted him. The Anchorage Daily News reports that troopers said the man tried to grab a gun from a resident and was shot twice. He was taken to a hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. There is a reason Santa's reindeer can find your house on Christmas Eve. Scientists say they see better than your average deer. ABC's Andy Field explains. Had a very shiny nose. Rudolph probably didn't need those high beam nostrils after all. He, Dasher, Dancer, Santa's other six reindeer have superior vision, according to a recent study in the journal Eye Perception. Turns out, St. Nick's sled propulsion team can see ultraviolet light, something that creates snow blindness in humans, so Donner and the gang have a visual advantage finding food, spotting white wolves in the snow, or landing on your roof Christmas Eve. Andy Field, ABC News, New York. And how the reindeer loved him. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. For continuous updates, visit our website, kinyradio.com.